Welcome to the Mortcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Before we get started on today's Mortcast, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Wazee, in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Uh, oh, it's snowing now. Uh, it is now fully into that cold time of year. And really, there's no better time to participate in one of Blanchard Family Wine's virtual wine tastings than right now, while the weather is cold. Don't have to risk going inside a location. Um, and look, it, 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 there's, there's that fear. And Blanchard has you covered because they do virtual wine tastings, which um, they send you a selection of their wines, uh, probably with whatever accoutrement that goes with it, and um, you get to do it virtually over, you know, Zoom. And uh, it's a great kind of very popular, very popular um, aspect of their business. So you go to bfwdenver.com and check that out. Um, if you are ordering wine or if you want to go down there to the dairy block to pick it up, um, basically all you need to do is uh, look at online, look at their selection. They got they got their selection on there. Their 2017 Cabernet is one that I would highly, highly recommend. But they also got Pinot, which is their specialty because this is California wine. And they also have many, many other selections of wine, including a Riesling, which is a uh, partnership with a Western Slope gallery named Storm Cellars. Uh, it's good stuff. I'm Like I said, I've said this in the past, I'm not a big fan of Rieslings, but um, that particular one was actually pretty good. And that's kind of a specialty of Western Slope wines. Um, it's all good. It's all, it's, it's all a fantastic blend. And uh, I highly suggest you go and uh, visit bfwdenver.com if you are interested. They probably have a a very limited amount of tables inside, socially distanced. Um, Go ahead and go to bfwdenver.com and kind of find out what's available. Um, they are once again. They are located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Wazee in beautiful Lower Downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the Dairy Block. They are on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. When you go in, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. Additionally, I would like to tell you about my friend Andy Feinstein. Uh, Andy, as we all know, runs Exto Event Center in the Rhino Arts District, and. Uh, Please support our friends at Exto Event Center located in Denver's vibrant Rhino Arts District. Exto Event Center can host safe, socially distanced events uh, for 25 to up to 175 persons outdoors, which, you know, probably we're entering into a time that that's not going to be a factor, but up to 100 persons indoors. <clears throat> Exto is also uh, opening up for that particular area. If you live in the Rhino area or that part of Denver, Five Points, they are opening up uh, voting in-person voting there, so check them out for that. If you're interested in hosting an event for a corporate gathering, fundraiser, client appreciation, birthday or anniversary party, or a morale-boosting happy hour, Exto would welcome the opportunity to be part of it. Please visit ExtoEvents.com for more information and book your private event today. Um, as always, all of the sponsors on CSG slash The Mortcast are done because I advocate for them. Um, these are not financially compensated. These are just because I like doing them. And uh, if you're interested in advertising on uh, the Morecast, uh, give me a shout out on Twitter at jmorton78, and we'll see what we can work out. Welcome. To, well, 
I'm forgetting my own intro. What's up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Morecast, part of the CSG Network. I am, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Um, here we are. Um, the NBA's the, the news of the week in the NBA, aside from Pat Riley saying, rightfully, there's an asterisk on the Lakers' title this year, because there would be an asterisk on anyone who won the title this year. Um, is that the um, the league is really pushing to get started with the, with the games before Christmas? Now, let me clue you guys into a couple things. Um, remember uh, our old friend Benjamin Hockman, and he used to quote that uh, song "Cream Cash Rules Everything Around Me." Um, this is very much a cream moment for the NBA. Uh, there are corporate slash uh, media slash TV sponsors that need to be satisfied, not sponsors, but people who pay the NBA to for the right to ever, you know, carry their games. Um, and the reality is, and this is the, this is something I need to really stress to you people. The reality is we don't know when fans will be able to come back. And if everyone recalls at the end of the year, um, Adam Silver really released a statement that was kind of jarring to people who were really paying attention, and he mentioned that he looks forward to having fans back in the arena. Um, quite frankly, that was always ridiculous, and it was a bit of a myopic statement. It wasn't based in any sort of real reality of what was able to happen, particularly with the leadership in this country being so poor on the virus. There's just no way. They just couldn't do it. Particularly in uh, smaller indoor arenas, you know, it's not like football stadiums. This is indoor arenas that are small. There's just no, no real way you can do that, um, and that's the sad reality of the situation, folks. It really is. Uh, there is no um, magic bullet here until the vaccine goes through the population and the virus is largely eradicated. We ain't seeing what we saw through most of 2020 with the fan or the 2019-20 season. We were not going to be seeing it, folks. And the NBA had to come up, come to, they had a come-to-Jesus moment, basically. And a reflection of that come-to-Jesus moment was the push to get games in before December 25th. And this is why. Um, they can cram in more games. The or, I mean, this is pretty obvious. They can cram in more games the earlier in the calendar they are. Um, they began games in 2012. I'm trying to remember here. Uh, no. Yeah, it was December of 2011 where they began, they reached the agreement really quick, and I do mean really quick. I don't think people don't remember this lockout slash agreement. It took the first part of the season, and uh, they reached an agreement after the players uh, um, decoupled themselves from the union and sued. Uh, that kind of spurred people finally getting serious, and then, well, anyway, the, the agreement fell into place a couple weeks after that happened. December 1st, basically, is when things started happening for games towards the end of the season, towards the end of, of the year, which was December. Uh, late in December. 
Now, this is important because the NBA put in 66 games as of that time. Um, the NBA started in late January in 1999, and it was one of the worst seasons of basketball I have ever seen. I'll be honest with you guys. That, the 99 season was awful. Maybe the worst season of basketball in my memory. Um, and that was the NBA cramming in 50 games into a matter of four months. There was a lot of back-to-back-to-backs. It was just dreadful. The earlier in December the league can start, the more games they can have. What I have heard and what has been reported is that 72 games is a goal. Here is why that's important. You have seen this with the Nuggets this last year. Um, there is a push. There was the Nuggets slash Avalanche slash KSC's difficulties with their RSN and being carried on uh, the the major distributors of uh, well, Dish is not a major distributor, but specifically Comcast has been an ongoing ordeal that has no end in sight. By the way, there's no end in sight to this. Um. They are going to the mat. And when you get billionaires fighting with billionaires, they have enough money to string it out forever. It's just, it is the way it is. So, but really for most NBA teams, they depend on that RSN money. The, the Nuggets do not because they own their RSN. The organization that owns them owns the RSN. It's a different situation. But most NBA teams have deals with Comcast, uh, NESN, um, Fox, um, AT&T Sportsnet, in the case of the Utah Jazz. That is, that is what they're carried on. And these deals are things that largely propel these teams through the season. You can think, and they, there's been varying degrees of what gate receipts are in terms of revenue. Um, my own inclination is to believe that it is becoming increasingly less important, particularly with the media deal and the revenue sharing. This is what I, this is what I would tell people to think about this. The revenue sharing um, got a lot better for smaller market teams in the 2011 lockout deal. Right, and that's the hardest road to hoe, basically, because bigger market teams don't like sharing their profits. It's just it's true, even in the NFL, they just don't like it. Right? They don't. Once the NBA kind of agreed to greater revenue sharing, it improved the the welfare, and I do mean that in many different ways, of these really small market teams that needed financial help. Now there's very few small market teams, or at least pre-pandemic, that were really struggling. Uh, and a lot of that had to do with revenue share. Had less to do with the players' portion. Okay, and a lot of that had to do with revenue sharing. Um, but these small market teams specifically count on a lot of their <laughs> RSN um, money to to get them through. And this, uh, you know, pandemic has really put in a crunch on the ability is for RSNs to, you know, get value for the dollar that they have already spent on these teams. 
So when you see figures like 70 to 72 games, that is that is like the sweet spot to satisfy RSN money. Uh, I, I, it is, it is, it is something that is, it's coldly cynical, but it really is a cream moment. It's casuals, everything around me. The NBA figures that they gained $1.5 billion by doing the bubble, but they lost $1.5 billion. So basically they were looking at a $3 billion loss if they had just canceled out the season. Um, and then whatever that happens. Now, uh, I'm, it, is, it is a nebulous kind of thing, but when you are looking at this, understand that I don't know if the players are really in any hurry to get into a situation where they are putting themselves at risk. Uh, NBA players are a lot more risk-averse than their brethren in other sports. Um, and I don't know if they are 100% enthusiastic about rushing back after just completing the bubble in September, October, excuse me, excuse me, October, especially for teams like the Lakers and the Heat. Well, look at the Nuggets. It's just, they, none of these teams are like, yes, let's get back soon, at least the players. But this is something that also affects them financially, and that's what will be posited to them when, because the players have to approve this. Um, part two of this, and what I will get to after uh, the break here, is the ongoing CBA negotiations and how that affects this team. I'd like to talk to you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. As of this recording, games are going on right now in Week 7. Um, hopefully you all got your bets in. Broncos are playing in the snow later today, as of this recording. Let's see how they do. Week 6 of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for Week 7. There's no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 7, DraftKings is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head on over to the app now because you won't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users a chance to sign up a bonus of $1,000 when signing up for user, with user code MHS. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet. From live betting on your favorite players, they do it all. Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving MMA and baseball fans and all who sign up a chance to turn $1 into $100 by betting on either this weekend's UFC 254, or which already happened, or by taking action on any baseball championship game. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up and get $1,000. That's code MHS to sign to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. It must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and first bet uh, match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The CBA negotiations, I mean, there must be, the only way I could think about this is that there, there must be good, positive vibes coming 
from the CBA negotiations for things to progress to this point, to where the Board of Governors is talking about 70 to 72 games. They must be thinking that they're on the downhill side. Um, the union is not going to want to take the brunt of the losses, um, and the, neither are the owners. They have a good working relationship. So a cap smoothing is likely in the offing. Uh, what that means for the future is unknown at this point. Until we get an announcement from you know the likes of Shams or Roge, you're not going to see. Um, you're not going to be able to see what exactly this means. Um, this affects free agency. This affects a, a large amount of things that are going on in the league. Uh, and then when you, it, because right now, and this is, this is something that I've said a, a couple times more, but the NBA is not looking for a quote, make good here until the start of the 21-22 season. Okay. This next year is not a make good year by that make good. I mean, making yourself whole, like having fans back in the arena and everything, everything come back to normal. Uh, that is not going to happen. Um, it's it's just with fans not being able to come in, you can't, you can't do the marketing that you used to. One thing leads to another. It is what it is. There make good years the twenty one twenty two season. So this next year, they are going to just try to make up as much money as they possibly can. You are looking at two seasons, and one and a half years basically, of lost revenue opportunities. And that is going to make a big dent in what the players' percentage is and what the owners are able to bring in. Um, I would not be surprised if you do see a cap lowering, but I will not be surprised either if there was a smoothing effect like they wanted to do when the new CBA was signed. Um, it is what it is. I mean, I would not. I would not be surprised if this is the case. If the teams. Don't wish to have. I mean, the, the, look at it this way: the, the 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 likes of the Lakers are not going to want a cap lowering th thing because yes, they can pay the tax, but the restrictions that apply and the dollar for dollar penalties uh, by being inside the tax um, would get more. The get bigger, the lower the cap is, and where the tax is, uh, it would adversely affect them. They don't want that, okay? And neither do these small market teams. I mean, a lot of them like are probably residing below the cap. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to go up until over the cap or approach the cap until they got a winning team, and even then. They probably don't want to go into the tax. This doesn't it doesn't affect them, but they don't want to have their ability for cap space to be affected, right? Um, there's a lot of incentive on a lot of sides to not have this be a draconian big cut, um, and and obviously the players do not want that because that means their salaries are which are tied as a percentage of the cap get shaved, and obviously none of them want that. No one wants an amnesty, um, which, you know, who knows if that's going to happen. And I, neither side, and I, let me reiterate this, neither side wants to open the CBA. That would be apocalypse.
If the CBA is opened, that means basically you're looking at a very long detente of which who knows how what the league will look like coming out of that. Let's let's be frank. So the league and the players have an incentive to work this out and be as helpful to each other as they possibly can. And I and I, I think that's where they're at right now. And I think everyone will work together and work, you know, with each other to make it happen. All right. Well, thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast. I uh, will be seeing you guys soon. Uh, this week is going to be fun. I got a CSG special in uh, on Tuesday, recording on Tuesday, uh, with the guys from Review 2. I hope you stick around for that. And, of course, the Gen X Music Show on... Uh, well, probably post-Friday. So, anyway, thank you all for joining me. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'll be talking to you later. Bye.